0: Well, it has been a while, hasn't it, Bam? Just a little bit. Just a couple days, probably. (laughs) A couple days? Like a couple hundred days? I was in a coma, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, yes, we are back with another sports episode of Random Acts of Awesomeness. Why have we been gone for so long? Well, there's a thing called life. And sometimes it comes up and punches you square in the nuts. And it's a that's, of a description. And that's what it did to me. <laughs> so, I have been uh, incredibly busy over the last couple months, but finally I have a little bit of time to record something, and we have a lot to talk about, don't we, Bam? Yeah, it's been since before football season even started yep, that we've last recorded an episode. And so. if this is your first episode, I'm Cole Johnson, the host of Random Acts of Awesomeness. And with me is my co-host, the creator of Bam's Hot Takes. <laughs> Bam's Hot Takes. Bam's Hot I takes. forgot about that. I yeah. got to think of one for this yeah. episode now. <laughs> uh, that is Bam Mojica. Well, I mean, that's redundant. <laughs> Because the M and Bam is Mohican. Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> really? Here we go. Here we go. Getting all pedantic and whatnot. Anyway. Oops. Bam, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, don't we? Yes. So where do you want to begin? Well. Pick a sport. Pick a sport, sport. Any sport. Um, let's just get baseball out of the way, shall we? Yes. Because it's the... World Series, and oddly enough, it seems like very few people outside of those cities care. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of,
1: their ratings definitely took a little dip, but it's still very high ratings. It's
0: um, the World
1: Series. It's, it's yeah, gonna, it's going to get ratings, because the diehard <laughs> fans like me are still going to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when like, especially on the National League side, when like the Dodgers go out so early, no one was really watching their end of the bracket. Um, and then you have the big market Yankees, of course, up against Houston. I figured Houston would win, and they did in the way that I figured they would win, which is <laughs> their pitching, just Cole and Verlander would destroy us. Um, <laughs> here's hoping Yankees sign Garrett Cole, but that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Which will be 87 years from now, probably. No, he's, he's free agent. No, I'm, I'm saying we'll probably record that episode. Oh, of course, episode, yeah. <laughs> At the rate we go, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he will already be three years into the contract. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a pretty wild postseason. Um, had some early upsets like Tampa beating Oakland and then almost beating Houston. Yeah. Oh, that would have really shook things up. And of course, like I said, um, Nationals weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs, really. <laughs> And now they're in the World Series. Series. They beat Milwaukee, which wasn't really an upset because they had a lot of guys get hurt at the end of the year, especially their MVP candidate, Yelich. Dodgers just choked it away. What else is new? It's the Kershaw special. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite series this year so far, though. um, Oh, and I forgot to mention Yankees just smashed the Twins. But my favorite uh, series this postseason was the Cardinals Braves. Every one of those games was like, except for the very last one, they were all like back and forth, just epic battles. And then St. Louis was like, all right, we're ending this and just put up like a 10 spot in the first (laughs) inning. They were like, we're done with you, Atlanta. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and right now as we're recording, Washington's up two to one. Mm -hmm. Um, Houston's trying to steal home advantage back that they choked themselves, so...
0: Which, which also, mind you, be the Braves being in the playoffs is a big deal, especially so soon after that whole like scouting scandal that they had. Yes, have, yeah. Uh, where they had to like give up. They had to give up a lot of their minor league system,
1: and yeah. then they basically called up the rest of the minor leaguers, and most of them are balling.
0: Yeah. Especially a, a Kuna Jr. Yeah, so He's that's a... definitely like an MVP candidate for next year. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um but uh, bam I I personally think that the reason why the Nationals are in the World Series is that they're being fueled by spite. And that spite is directed towards Bryce Harper. They're just like hey we don't need you to win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's a little bit of that in there. Um but a lot of things people need to realize too is like this Nationals team wouldn't have the same roster if they kept Harper. Because, like, I see people online saying, like, oh, ha-ha, Harper, you should have stayed. You could have been the World Series. They wouldn't wouldn't have made it. Because he would have taken up too much cap space. he would have took up playing time from Juan Soto, who's, like, a breakout star for them this year, just turned 21. And then uh, they wouldn't have been able to sign Patrick Corbin because Harper would have took all the money. And then the lineup would have been completely different. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't (laughs) see guys like Trey Turner and... Soto coming up with clutch hits. And Kurt, who would have thought Kurt Suzuki would go yard this postseason? Like, <laughs> Kurt Suzuki! So, like, it's... <laughs> the elder statesman. <laughs> and Ryan Zimmerman playing, like, 24-year-old Ryan Zimmerman. So, it's... I think it's a... It, there's probably a little bit of spite there, but I think it's mostly just... They want to make the history that nobody thought they could make. Yeah. Especially with this specific roster. Yeah. like Like I said, most experts said they weren't even making the postseason, that this was either supposed to be the Mets or the Phillies in their spot. So props to them for making it. Uh, I'm pulling for them to win, not just because I'm a Yankee fan and I'm mad at Houston, but I'm more (laughs) on like, I like to see history get made. So, Yeah,
0: a good underdog story. I'm always a sucker for a good underdog story.
1: And I would think it's beautiful if they pull it off and Ryan Zimmerman retires. He's, be he's like, I'm done. He's I'm literally done. been there from day one for the Nationals and then to make it all the way to the ultimate goal and finally win it. Like mm-hmm. there's no more better way to go
0: out than that. It's a big deal. Well, that just about covers it for baseball.
1: Yeah, it's probably there'll be a lot more baseball to come once the World Series is over because then free agency will kick off. And yeah, we can do those kind of predictions and stuff. Bam's really excited about that. Yeah, I'm a big baseball nerd. <laughs> Um, Eric Cole come to the Yankees. <laughs> Look, I've been trying to get... I've been,
0: all I know is I've been trying to get the Giants to sign someone meaningful... A meaningful pitcher for years, and we're not even in the conversation. Yeah, I'll take mad bum on the Yankees, too, if you want. Yeah, you shut your mouth. We
1: just need a starting pitcher. If the Yankees literally would have had one more starting pitcher, they would have had a chance to beat Houston that series. We just... it What killed us was Domingo Germán slapping his wife <laughs> in front of officials and getting suspended. Like, way to end your career, kid. Because, like, he was balling for us, and then that just killed our rotation, basically.
0: Wait, 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 you wait. You never heard that story? I did not hear that story. He was
1: he was a great pitcher for us. He had, like, 17 or 19 wins, something like that. Like, he was in, like, Cy Young conversation. Um, but he... Apparently was in like the in front of the commissioner's office or something, and slapped his wife for some reason. What an idiot! Like slapped her in the face, right in front of the commissioner's office.
0: Yeah, you're so done. So like
1: they didn't even have to investigate. They were just like, uh, "You're suspended." <laughs> and then the Yankees were like, before that, before the commissioner's office even said anything, the Yankees were like, "Yeah, we're suspending him ourselves. Like he's done. He, we're not even going to put him on the playoff roster. Like it's, he just what ended idiot. his own career. What yeah, an like, idiot." <laughs>
0: Gosh, people are. Yeah, dumb.
1: Yankees don't play that mess, so he'll be suspended, and then they'll probably let him pitch in the spring, so other teams can see that he can still play, and then they're probably going to trade him.
0: Uh, that 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 I think that'd be the wise decision in this yeah. case. However, have um, fun pitching in Miami. Oh God, <laughs> there's nothing fun <laughs> about pitching in Miami. There's nothing fun about being in Miami except being in Miami. And the city, not the team, and being the opponent. Yeah, <laughs> it's true <laughs> for and any the... sport. Honestly, <laughs> any Miami team sport. <laughs> yeah, speaking of speaking of my other Miami teams, let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about football. Football season has begun, and you're also rocking your your college football.
1: Yes, jersey. Boomer your... Sooner. I know. It sounds weird coming from me, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Nothing like a Puerto Rican from New York cheering for Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) For those wondering, it's not because I'm a bandwagon. I've always been a fan of Oklahoma because I'm a very big WWE fan. And when you grow up watching Jim Ross talk about Oklahoma all the time, I thought it looked cool. So I just started following their college teams.
0: That's why you were a big Blake Griffin fan.
1: Yes, And that's why I hated Kevin Durant before everybody else did, because he went to Texas. (laughs) And that's why I'm kind of like, I got a love-hate relationship with Mo Bamba. Because he's like the future of the Magic, but he went to Texas. So I'm like, eh. Couldn't pick a better school.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Bam had an idea of just kind of rapid fire going through the team's... Uh, in the NFL, and us giving our two cents on them. Yeah, just like a quick two, three sentence, how we feel about
1: the team. Uh, do you want to go from worst to best or best to worst?
0: Uh, it's always more fun to go from worst to best. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure everybody here knows who's worst, because we just talked about them. <laughs> the good old Miami Dolphins, Oof. sitting at 0 and 6.
0: I can describe them in two
1: words. Ready? Mm-hmm. Dumpster fire. That, my friend that's a Dolphins fan says that too all the time. <laughs> and I sent him a picture once of a guy looking at a dumpster. And the caption on the meme said, like, oh, just watching the Dolphins play. Yep. And he responded back and he was like, no, nah, that's not us. The dumpster's not on fire. <laughs> yeah. So that's a pretty accurate description if their own fan base is saying that. Um, yeah, I guess the only positive light at this point for Miami is you have a crap ton of draft picks. So I just hope your scouting department is really good.
0: I just hope their scouting their scouting department needs to never be home. Like, like just they need to be at every college game. Every college everybody. game. Um, that's that you know what? That's where the rest of their their money is going this season. Yeah. They're they're not just tanking. They're using the leftover player roster just hire more yeah, pay scouts. Pay as many scouts as you can. <laughs> What's funny was, uh,
1: who was it? Matt Moore, um, who's quarterbacking for the Chiefs now because Mahomes is hurt. Um, he was a scout for Miami before the Chiefs like called him up for the season started and offered him the backup job because him and Andy Reid are boys, I guess. So yeah, I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> this, is a, this is a
0: weird life that we live. <laughs> I I don't know what's happening.
1: All right. Up next is the 0-7 Cincinnati Bengals. Um, oh. I know they have a worse record than the Dolphins, but that's because of the bye week. That's why I put the Dolphins at the bottom. Because yeah. they're... The Bengals have at least shown some kind of life.
0: Like, <laughs> Every now and <laughs> Andy Dalton is... Andy Dalton is probably one of the most like polarizing quarterbacks I've ever seen. He is moments where he just looks, you're like, this guy is outstanding. Yeah. And then you look at, it, and then the next play, the next play, you'll be like, you suck so yeah, much. Like
1: they were, I watched their uh, game against the Jags last week, and they were <clears> right <riding throat> in it with Jacksonville the whole way, and then right at the end, like second half, fourth quarter, he threw like three straight interceptions. Yeah, and the like after the first one, the fans were booing. The second one, the fans started to leave, and we could hear in the speakers, like my. Uh, the house I was watching it as like a surround sound setup,
0: mm-hmm. and we can hear. Must be nice.
1: Like yeah, it's pretty cool because we <laughs> could hear like fans sometimes yell stuff out the speakers, and one of them was yelling at the Jags kicker Lambo, asking him what shampoo he uses in his hair. <laughs> like that's how empty the place got because all the Bengals fans left because they were like they're done with this, and there was reports of players of. Uh, of fans taking their Dalton jerseys off and leaving him on the chairs, wow, and like just storming out, like they're they're done with him. So, I don't know if Miami's going quarterback first in the draft because they just picked up Rosen and they seem to like Fitzpatrick for whatever reason, but the Bengals are definitely going quarterback first.
0: You you I I think it's funny because because Fitz Magic is a, akin to Lynn Sanity for me, in just yeah, kind of like just randomly has of, sparks of greatness out of nowhere this man played out of his mind for like 3 games and the but he's list. done that he's
1: done that multiple times there's been multiple times where for 3 games he's the mvp
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back to normal it's like a it's like a superhero who only has his powers for just a little bit but, uh, oh, you
1: know what's weird too?
0: What? He's an Ivy Leaguer too, like Lynn. Yeah, that's just what about it is. that.
1: He went to Harvard. That's, yeah, <laughs> ah! forgot about this. Those Harvard grads, it's, man. Yeah, it's you're the Harvard.
0: guaranteed at least three weeks out of the year to be just the best. <laughs> 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 there must be. They must be doing experiments uh, underneath the school on their athletes.
1: All right, I'm moving on to the Washington Redskins, sitting at one and seven. Oh my gosh! It's been a mess. A lot of people blamed the coaching, and they fired the coach, um, which he had part to blame. I mostly blame the ownership. Yeah, they're a worst dumpster the fire. Snyder's, they're just lucky they have a
0: win. It's a Snyder. So, so I'm gonna tell you a story, Bam. It's about the time I lived in Virginia, and I worked at a UPS store, and my manager was a diehard Redskins fan. The man had a truck that was maroon and gold. Oh boy. Yeah. And we used to, he used to, if we didn't, if we weren't doing anything, he would play Redskins radio over the, uh, in the back. And I just remember sitting there and I'm like, why do I know so much about the Redskins? I know more about the Redskins than I do my own team. But every day he was just like, we're, we're so bad, Cole. We're so <laughs> bad. He's like even <laughs> even back then, even back then, you haven't
1: lived there in, for a while. Now, I, haven't li- so like...
0: I haven't lived in I haven't <laughs> lived in Virginia in five years. But his one of the things he always said was, "Until we get until the Snyders are no longer the owners, like we yeah. are doomed.
1: They're just in trouble. Like, because how you gonna draft Wayne Haskins and then say you don't want to use
0: him?" Like it's the why bother wasting the pick on him. Well, here, here's the, here's here's also what I think the the thing is. There's a new trend going around the NFL, right? Which is you draft a quarterback with a high draft pick, like Haskins and um, Jackson and Mahomes, and what you do is you have them sit behind a veteran starter for a year. Yeah, and you saw what happened. Mahomes' second year, he wins MVP. Lamar Jackson's second year, playing like an MVP. Yeah,
1: I, I get that, and it's more of the old-school mentality. Like, they used to do that back in the day. Yeah. Like, rookies never played back in the day. You always just sat and learned. But, like, it's just... It's different when, like, Pat Mahomes is playing behind, like, Alex Smith, who's, like, a proven winner and can yeah. get the team to the playoffs. And, like, Lamar Jackson behind Super Bowl-winning Joe Flacco. Like... That's different than Haskins sitting behind Case Keenum K- <laughs> no. and Colt McCoy, and that was bad too. The fact that they started Colt McCoy Over instead Asking. of Dwayne Haskins, I was yeah. like, that's just idiotic at that's that point. That's
0: disrespectful. So disrespectful.
1: Like you gotta, Disrespect. you gotta just, you gotta kind of change with the times a little bit. There, it's yeah, they yeah, they seem content to be terrible though. Um, <laughs> up next though is probably my most surprising record. Of the year is the Atlanta Falcons oh, sitting at one and six, and their roster, if you look
0: at it, is not very different from that team that went to the Super Bowl. So here's here's my here's my hypothesis, right? Um, it's the curse of Cole. I thought you're gonna say Tom Brady for a second. No, it's the curse. It's the curse of Cole. Uh, this happens every year that I draft Matt Ryan in fantasy. He plays terribly. Why do not you draft Tom Brady All... then? Well, no, that Wrong never happens dude. with Tom Brady. It only happens with Matt Ryan. <laughs> so I drafted Matt Ryan in fantasy three straight years. And he played like okay with like flashes of brilliance. And then he won MVP when he didn't take him. Yeah. And then one year <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to get burned by Matt Ryan again. I don't pick him. He wins MVP that year. So had... what do I do the next year? I pick up Matt Ryan again. And then he just falls apart. I've always felt that way about
1: Drew Brees because, like, Drew Brees is always one of my favorite quarterbacks. And um, there's been times where, like, I've had a chance to draft him but decided to take someone else because I was like, nah, I don't want to. Like, I enjoy watching him. I don't want to have to worry about my fantasy team. Um, and then this was the year I was like, you know what? I got Michael Thomas on my – no, I had Alvin Kamara on this league. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I have Alvin Kamara. Let me get Drew Brees, stack them together, then that's a lot of points every week. And now he breaks his hand or thumb or whatever. Yep. So I'm like, oh, Teddy my God.
0: Bridgewater, the new savior in yeah. New Orleans, which is not playing terrible. Um, but yeah, Atlanta, they're, I I don't even know what to say.
1: I guess their main issue is um, that defense because, like, oh, sorry, the screen bugged out on on here. they they put up 145 points so far. Which isn't bad, because there's a team like Buffalo sitting at 5-1 and one that have only scored 121 points.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, their offense is fine, but their defense, they've given up 223 points. Ha, that's... that's a lot. And that is the most. More than Miami. So, mm. like, what happened to that defense? Like, this draft put everything into that defense. And maybe <laughs> one wide receiver, because you traded Sanu. So, like... Yeah, that's that historically bad defense right there. They
0: they don't look good, um, and of course, what's the one who's who did they beat for that one win in this season? I honestly don't remember. They beat the Eagles. Oh, that's funny. I honestly no. didn't remember. No, that's it's funny. not. No, that is it's not funny. funny. It's not funny at it's all. Funny. I'm so annoyed. Anyway, on to the next one. Forget the forget the Falcons. The one
1: in five New York Jets. It's the Jets, man. <laughs> the Jets. Honestly, they have the complete opposite problem of Atlanta. And I get Sam Donald was hurt, um, and Bell might be a little rusty, but they need some receivers and maybe a tight end, some O line help. They have sixty three points this year. That's not going to win you games. Like they need some offense.
0: yeah they look real rough um they're not exactly the it's it's like I said, man, it's just the jets it happens all the time yeah they're they're just cursed at the quarterback position. They're cursed just in general they don't look they never look good anymore it's yeah it's speaking of
1: not looking good anymore. the next team on the list we're staying in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's, The New York football Giants, um, they are sitting at two and five, which is probably two more wins than people expected them to get, um, they pulled the trigger on putting Daniel Jones in this year, um, which I was kind of in favor for, because even Manning himself is just like, I'm done, like, can't do it anymore, um, what I like that I've seen from them though is like most games, not all, but most of these games have been close. Mm-hmm. So they've been fighting. Like they don't want to tank. They're trying to win, and get better as they win. So, uh, but now after all those trades, they're a very young team. So they won't be good for probably a couple years, but they'll get there with more picks. And, and uh, it's a New York market, so they'll get free agents and stuff like that.
0: And uh, how do you feel about Daniel Jones now? From when we first... Oh, from when we drafted him, (laughs) and I wanted to
1: kill our general manager? I still want to kill our general manager. Um, I just like that he's not complete garbage. (laughs) I still hate where we drafted him, though. He would have been available much later. Yeah, I still feel like he would have been available with that later pick in the first round we had. Yeah. That being said, though, the later pick we used on Dexter Lawrence, he's played very well for us on the D-line. That's been kind of a... Like, our defense has been rough, especially the secondary, but the D-line has been... Pretty consistent, which is good.
0: So, who's next, Bam?
1: The Los Angeles Chargers, another disappointing team at two and five. A Uh, lot of people had them going to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's. Well, a lot of that is uh, Melvin Gordon refusing to play and then getting. And then coming back when he realized his spot was in danger Mm -hmm. because Austin Eckler started playing really, really well. But uh, one thing
1: I've noticed when they were without Melvin Gordon and they had Austin Eckler, they were in very like close and high scoring games and would win a couple. Um, But their defense was looking pretty bad. They were just Mm -hmm. like in shootouts all the time. Then they get Melvin Gordon back and it seems like their offense forgot how to score but now their defense is stepping up so the games are still close but they're <laughs> losing now like it's they're still losing so like i they just can't seem to piece it all together yeah no, they're they're going to have to trade gordon or eckler and i would trade gordon at this point yeah i think um but yeah they're and like what i i didn't even look at this before i even said that about them like good defense then bad defense they've scored 140 points and given up 141 like yeah. they're
0: they're about as Even as you can get across the board. like I will also say, um, on the term of guys holding out on their contracts, um, because they want to get something renegotiated, I understand if you feel like you deserve more money. However, you signed a legally binding contract. Yeah, I hate when they just decide not to show up. Yeah. That's when I don't like it. So what it's, you do is you do your job as yeah. as assigned by that contract. The perfect two examples were Julio Jones and Michael Thomas.
1: Yeah. They, neither one of them skipped camp or skipped any games or anything and they both got paid.
0: Yeah. It's 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 the it's team part will of, pay you. Just behave and play play hard. Be an adult <laughs> and recognize that you need to do work. All right, next up, we're going to Denver. No. They are two and five.
1: They've had some decent showings and some bad showings, but now it looks like they have approached the tank method. They yep. traded Sanders. Once so. they
0: traded Emmanuel Sanders, yep. it was like they're officially in rebuild mode. Yeah. So we'll see how long.
1: Flacco will probably play the rest of the season. Yeah. I doubt he'll be there next year. Um, He might take a backup job somewhere or just retire.
0: Um, Remember when yeah, they said it's... that Case Keenum was going to be their guy? That was that was I flipped him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's, that goes along with the theory of uh, of John Elway that he always puts mediocre quarterbacks on the Denver Broncos yeah. because he doesn't want anybody to break his records. Ooh. I like fully believe that. Because if you look at like other than Peyton Manning, and even then Peyton Manning his last year was bad. Peyton Manning that yeah. defense won the Super Bowl. That's true. But um other than Peyton Manning, all these other quarterbacks like Brock Osweiler, Drew Locke, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, like they're all just
0: av- Trevor Simeon. Yeah,
1: Trevor Simeon. They're all average to trash quarterbacks. Paxton like, Lynch. And he's had several draft picks and a lot of money to fix <laughs> his quarterback situation, and just goes for the he goes for like the little piece of band aid to put on the cut instead of just fixing it. Like it's yeah. <laughs> Ooh. excuse me, I, um, yeah. That being said, though, their defense still does look good.
0: Um, de- as long as you have Von Miller, your defense is going to look somewhat
1: good. One thing I looked up because I was curious about the other day, though, was when they traded Emmanuel Sanders. I was wondering how many people are left from that Super Bowl team. There's only four, I believe, left from that Super Bowl team. Really? Their kicker, Brandon McManus, mm-hmm. Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Von Miller's backup, Derek Wolfe. Okay. And Chris Harris, who's now older than John Elway. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, that's what's left. Is
0: that true that yeah. he's older than John Elway? Oh,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> Just, he's 30 and that's old for a corner.
0: That's, yeah, that's really so old.
1: that's like when you're on the wrong side of 30 in football. Yeah. Um so yeah, they have an old corner, Von Miller, who's probably like tired of losing after winning so early in his career. Yeah. Derek Wolf's just a backup and then their kicker.
0: Like that's that's all that's left in the Super Bowl. And speaking of tired of losing, who's up next, bam? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Who all they do is lose, lose, lose no matter what. Fun fact about Tampa, they are two
1: and four. Both wins are on the road. They are two and one on the road. 0 and three at home. How are you getting smacked in your own house? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, yeah, that they've they're weird, cause like they had that big offensive showcase against the Rams, and then they'll play the Panthers, and the Panthers throw them around like they're a JV team. So like <laughs> I, they are the most inconsistent team. Winston's the most inconsistent quarterback I've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah. yeah, one week he's throwing five touchdowns, four hundred yards, and next week is four interceptions. Like I don't. I don't understand what's going on there. James Winston That's the word to me. summarize the Tampa Bay Bucks: Inconsistent. Inconsistent. Yep. And um, then. Next, we are going to a team that is probably going to tank more so just because this season's a wash at this point, and that's
0: Pittsburgh Steelers. They're also probably just happy that they ended up getting rid of Antonio Brown. Yeah. They kind of won out in that. Everybody won out in that, really. <laughs> Except, Except for, for
1: the Raiders. Well. Actually, they even dodged a bullet. But even then, hey, notice I haven't said their name yet, so they're doing something right. Yeah, hey, <laughs> but yeah. we'll get to that later. But um, the uh, yeah, the Steelers are sitting at two and four. They have a third string quarterback in right now. Um, their defense is looking rough again. It's just at this point, it's just a wash of a season. Um, they're not mathematically out of it by any means. But I mean, like, even if you are to make it, do you think a mediocre defense and a third-string quarterback's going to win you a playoff game? No. Against like no, a, it's not. Against, like, a one-seeded Patriots team? Like, it's not going to happen. And who did who did the Steelers trade Dobbs to? Uh, the Jags. Yeah. The Foles got hurt. Yeah, so they yeah. didn't even have their original backup. No, oh, so, we're going so really, to talk So, really, this quarterback's really a fourth-stringer.
0: Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's, it's a mess right now. So, uh, then... So, into... The dog pound.
1: Is <laughs> you segwaying now? Yep. Um, Into yes, the dog we are, pound. We are going to Cleveland. Cleveland Browns, two and four. My God, has their defense been disappointing? <laughs> and my God, has their offense been disappointing? That's their word. Inconsistent for Tampa, disappointing for the Browns.
0: Disappointing is the only... How do you enter the season with like that much hype? around you and then just play. They, they like should be broody. scoring
1: 30 points a game, not 12. Like, I don't understand it. <laughs> Baker Mayfield does not look good. Um, Yeah, he played better last year when he was thrown to a bunch of no names.
0: Yeah, he. I don't understand that. He, he also. Um, what was it? I think uh, he has to. Baker Mayfield only throws well in RPO. Seems like it. Yeah, he wants that. He needs that college style. Yeah, he needs the. He 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 can only run in like uh like a like RPO or like or like a play action. Also, which really boggles my mind
1: because it's Cleveland, similar to Tampa. Two and one on the road. Zero and three at home. It's it's Cleveland, man. How's Cleveland not winning at home? That's usually the only time they play well is at home.
0: Yeah. It's, it's no, Cleveland, Cleveland just lives to just subvert all expectations. They just want to hurt their fans over <laughs> and over again. I think they do. I th- I personally think that's that's the truth. Yeah,
1: They claim it's because their O-line's bad, but it's like, okay, then don't trade your best offensive lineman to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why your O-line's bad. You traded us your right guard, so. And we gave you Odell, who you're not even throwing the ball to. So, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I don't even know how many targets Odell's get in the game yeah it's it's a mystery down there, all right. next up is the two three, and one Detroit Lions. They had a tie week one with the Arizona Cardinals um they have just like been unlucky um and of course, like I don't mean just because of the Green Bay game where like the flag should have been called or whatever mm-hmm. that basically screwed them out of the win against Green Bay um. But I mean, unlucky and just, like, there's been so many times, like, just this past week against Minnesota where they're, like, right there and they just can't quite win the game. Like, and they were right there with Kansas City. Like, they just they can't seem to put the nail in the coffin to some of these games. They could easily be, like,
0: 4-1 and one right now if they would make, like, one more pass a game. Also, Matt Stafford is very confusing. I keep wondering whether or not he's going to be really good or if he's going to... I
1: always call him Statsford. Because the dude (laughs) he always puts up numbers, but it never translates to anything. It never translates to MVP votes or playoff wins. wins. Yeah, like he always has nice numbers, but the team never seems to get it done.
0: Yeah. They're on a three game losing streak right now on top of that.
1: So next up is the Tennessee Titans at three
0: and four. We're in Nashville, and so they boggled my mind. So here's 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 so my sister And my mom, they both live in Nashville, right? And they're both Titans fans. I don't know why, but... um, (laughs) uh, My sister just has to talk about how she's tired of watching the Titans and how my mom's tired of watching the Titans um, because uh, they have every single one of their three wins is due to that defense. And if that defense is not playing well then they're screwed because they cannot they cannot score the football. They look so bad on offense. What I don't understand is
1: like they were what 2 and 4 yeah, they were 2 and 4 at the time and they decided to bench Marcus Mariota. I don't understand why. And like for Ryan Tannehill, Mariota's like much younger. His numbers weren't bad. And then people were like, oh, they weren't winning games. Yeah, because they don't have an O-line. You know how many times Jacksonville sacked him? <laughs> he had sacked nine times. You try to throw the ball when yeah. you have an average of, what was it, like 1.3 seconds to throw the ball? Like Michael Vick once said, every time I throw the ball, I'm on the ground. Yeah, like that's what he's living like and in Tennessee right now. So, like, I just, to me, if I'm Mariota, I'd be pissed off and demand a trade. Because, like, the dude had, like, I think, like eleven hundred yards, seven touchdowns, and three picks. Mm-hmm. Like he had better numbers than like Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan, and like all these other name brands that are still starting. And I'm like, how did he get benched? I don't understand that. Yeah. That being said, like Tannehill looked good, but it was like an unnecessary change. Yeah. He didn't do anything that I feel like Mariota couldn't do. So like I, I don't get what's going on in Tennessee, but I guess they want to change things up. Um. Now we're going to Colville (laughs) to the Philadelphia Eagles sitting at three and four.
0: Oh, God.
1: Cole, if I would have told you seven weeks into the season, Eagles would only have one more win than the Giants. If I would have told you that, like, during the draft. You would have, like, thrown me out of this room.
0: I would have punched you in the throat.
1: (laughs) Why do you only have one more win than us?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I... It's mystifying, Bam, watching them play. Everything seems out of order. Everything seems really just, it just seems. Guess you could say you guys dropped the ball. Uh, get it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he just threw his phone. (laughs) Yo, have you seen that clip of Aglador? Like literally just stopped running his route. Just stopped running.
0: (laughs) Just stopped running. Literally, the ball was maybe another foot and a half in front of you. Totally could have got it. Totally could have got totally. it. He just stopped running and just, like, let it go. And I was like, Yeah, uh, I, I don't know
1: what's going on there. It's Granted, a good part of it is the health, because, like, your receivers went down pretty early. Like, it's, of course, Wentz is finally healthy, and now three of his wide receivers get hurt. Like, yeah. it's un- 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 kind of look- unlucky there. Um
0: Fletcher Cox also has been dealing yeah, with some so injuries. Yeah, so like I'm
1: hopeful. Hopefully, they straighten it out
0: because um, God I think, knows I don't want that last team in our division to win it. Oh God! So we'll get to them later. <laughs> um, the fact that I still that we still haven't talked about them makes me quite upset. Yeah. But um, another thing is like is like uh, getting rid getting rid of Wisniewski. Like the 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 new guy that they have on the offensive line just looks lost. Um. And Wisniewski, while he wasn't like stellar, he did have. Um, uh, Jason Kelsey could pretty much just tell him what to do and he would pick up really quickly. Um, and uh, football games are won and lost at the line. Thank you very much. And let's just move on. I don't want to talk about <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Next up is Saxonville and the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. Uncle Rico (laughs) Junior. Seems like ever since, really, like Ramsey, like not playing, being hurt, whatever, and then finally trading him. Ever since then, the defense has stepped up, as if to like kind of stick it to him.
0: Well, Um, that's what that's what happens when you get a guy who, no matter how good he is, but doesn't want to be there. Um, once they finally leave changes the entire... Yeah. Everybody else is like, all right,
1: bye. We don't need you. Yeah, we'll exactly. We'll go without you. And then they prove it. Um, which I think that's what happened. Because, yeah. like, the Khan family was saying they didn't want to trade him. They wanted to keep him, resign him, make him the highest paid corner. But then two weeks go by and they see that their defense is, like, top tier again all of a sudden. Yeah. They were like, all right, maybe we don't need to resign him. Well,
0: they... And that's what happens when they... Uh, it just improves the overall mood and
1: morale of the yeah. team. Really, it worked... They basically did an NFL version of an NBA three-team trade. Yeah. With the Ravens and Rams, mm-hmm. so like the Ravens gave Marcus Peters to the Ravens, and then Jags gave Ramsey to the Rams, and then Jags got picks out of the deal. Excuse me, um, but it worked out for all three teams. Yeah. Peters got a pick six for Baltimore and helped their defense, where they have no secondary. <laughs> the Rams defense got even better. Yeah, and then the Jags have picks for the future, and their defense is playing better right now. So like it, it's very
0: rare to see a three-team trade literally work out for everybody right away. And also with Jacksonville, um, the like report like the, the connection that between like Gardner Minshew and Chark Jr. has been mm-hmm. really interesting to watch. Oh, yeah, uh, Fournette's stepped up a lot in recent games as well. So and he's
1: behaving. Too yes. no unnecessary roughness or unsportsmanlike conduct penalties lately. Yeah, Jags loved leading that category every year. <laughs> um, but yes, definitely Minshew has been a very surprise story. It leaves Jacksonville in a very tight spot going into the next season, though, because you just paid Nick Foles a lot of money. You didn't pay him that much to sit on the bench, so it's like it gives him
0: there... it it gives him uh, a good problem to have. Honestly, because Foles was playing really well. For the like five minutes he played yeah, yeah. before. Like he was in
1: there with Kansas City. It was a close game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was and a then good. Minshew almost won them the game at yeah. the end. Like it's Yeah. yeah. Then their defense kind of started the homes kinda woke up a little bit Because, you know, you had you wake he up, had to warm up a little bit. But uh
0: wake up the dragon.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a it's gonna be an interesting off season for the Jaguars. Um a team that had an interesting off season was the Oakland Raiders. They are sitting at three and three right now, and yeah. my god, their defense is terrible. But they put up enough points to win some games, <laughs> uh, uh, mostly thanks to one of my hot takes. I said Josh Jacobs was winning Offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh and he's Jacobs. had a couple of good year, a couple of good weeks for the Raiders.
0: Josh Jacobs looks, good. looks he, uh, really
1: good. he probably won't win it sadly, just because QBs tend to take it over running backs. So Minshew's probably the favorite to win it right now, but um, I mean that's, that that's still depends. playing well.
0: It depends on whether or not Minshew keeps his spot after Folks yeah, yeah. comes back too. Um yeah. The Raiders are probably just happy that they don't have to deal with freaking Yeah, they um, like Antonio Brown. They don't anymore. have
1: Brown, they don't have the crazy media or hard knocks and they got better, so I um, mean they're right there at three and three. Their season can go either way from here. Um who knows, maybe Next year, the Las Vegas Raiders make the playoffs. Who knows? Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> um, up next is my favorite team this year. Because, boy, do I get in some fights on the internet. <laughs> it's those Chicago Bears sitting at 3-3. Three and three. I've been telling people for about two years now that Mitchell Trubisky is not a good quarterback. No, he's not. Trubisky is not and a good quarterback. Bears fans keep telling me that he is. And time and time again, he proves me right. So I just I just don't understand, like, why all these Bears fans come to his defense, like, oh, it's the O-line, or oh, it's this, or like, oh, if we would have made kicks. It's like, yeah, let's blame the kicker for not winning the playoff game, not the fact that Trubisky couldn't score a touchdown. If he just scores touchdowns, you don't need to make those field goals. You don't have
0: these problems. If like, you make a pass, yeah. it's...
1: Yeah, he's the reason they're bad and I saw a hilarious post that was uh uh that said pray for Allen Robinson the <laughs> second. He's not hurt or anything, it's just his quarterbacks in his career have been Mitchell Trubisky and Blake Bortles.
0: That's true. Gosh, so, you notice Blake Bortles isn't even in the league anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely terrible. And like Trubisky has played so bad, my girlfriend's dad has said that he's gonna cheer for her Ravens because like <laughs> they just look bad. Ooh, <laughs> like it's <laughs> <to> that point. <laughs> and the fact that they're only at three and three is impressive. It's because of that defense. But like yeah, it's I just don't get all this hype and energy around Trubisky when like he has shown nothing about being the future quarterback of the P- team. And like so many like people i argue with though know I'm Giants fans. And they're like, oh, who are you to talk like? The Giants suck. You have Daniel Jones. And I'm like, yeah, I admit that. I've said that since the draft, that he wasn't that great and that we were going to be terrible. You need to admit that your guy's terrible now. Like, people,
0: people just <laughs> want to try and believe. They just want to have hope. Yeah, like yeah. I
1: have hope that I, it's like I've, I've been doing my posts on social media and stuff where I put hashtag prove me wrong. Yeah. I want Daniel Jones to prove me wrong. I would love for him to become an all pro quarterback. Help my team win some games, but like he hasn't—he showed it for two weeks, and then now the last two or three weeks he hasn't shown it. So we'll see what happens in the future. But I just don't think Trubisky's the future of the Bears. No, because it's because he's not. Next is a very. Another kind of confusing team. The 3-3-1 three, three Arizona Cardinals.
0: There's a lot of teams who are just confusing because they hover around that 4. that They don't know if they want to be good yeah, or not. That 3-3-4-3-3-4 three, three, four, three, three, four mark at this point in the season, and it's just, I don't I like it. I will say, Kyler Murray,
1: still think he's going to be a bust. And he really hasn't had that big breakout game yet, but he also hasn't had like a god-awful game That's yet. true. So That's he's true. just been decent for them um and yeah when their coach going into the draft arizona's going to draft just a bunch of big 12 players (laughs) Uh, they're just going to get a bunch of players from that conference that know how to play the offense and defense he wants to try to run he's going to try to put like an oklahoma offense on that field in the pros and see if it works the old power eye so and then, like uh out of nowhere that running back Edmonds had a heck of a game against the Giants, like that yeah. came out of nowhere, and David Johnson kind of looking like a system running back all of a sudden I know he <laughs> I know he's had some injuries that have probably slowed him down, but like he looks useless in their in their <laughs> new offense like their new offense Arizona's running he looks like he's not even supposed to be out there, so I highly doubt he's on the team next year,
0: yeah. Um, I know fantasy owners are upset.
1: Yeah, next is uh, the Los Angeles Rams sitting at four and three. They were kind of scaring everybody early on in the season. Jared
0: Goff still doesn't look great.
1: Yeah, um, Goff is looking like the Rams might be like, "Ooh, did he sign that contract already?" Uh, oh, like Goff doesn't it. look good. Um, like he, their fan base was calling for Blake Bortles to check into the game at one point. Gurley, that's bad. Doesn't look good. Gurley's still playing hurt. I said that since before the season started. There's no way that knee is alright. Yeah,
0: it's just that that um Yeah, it's team just doesn't look good. Um they've been getting they've been getting wins off the back of that defense. Yeah. But the team just doesn't look good. Their defense is absurd but expensive. Yeah. About to get expensive. Yeah.
1: Um the next is the Houston Texans at four and three. Um, they've been kind of a pleasant surprise. Um, also, the Rams are another one of those teams that wins on the road and not at home for some reason. <laughs> Don't know what that's about, but uh, not that many people go to the L.A. games anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, so Texans sitting at four and three. Um, I feel like they're going to end up 500 this year because I feel like trading Clowney to get Tunzel at tackle to help Watson has made their offense finally wake up, but now their defense is bad.
0: Yeah. Because teams
1: just double team Watt, and then they can get pressure.
0: Yeah, I don't uh Houston just Houston just looks incredibly mediocre. Yeah, they just they need to
1: their only mediocre. Me, their only hope of winning is to win shootouts. Yeah. And that's not gonna help you in the playoffs. Defense wins you championships and playoff games and all that. So Yep. Now, next is the good old Dallas Cowboys. Sure. At just four Next three. <laughs>
2: next,
0: next. Know, we got to talk about God, I hate them. I hate them so much. The Cowboys are basically
1: doing what they do every year. They're running the ball well. They're playing solid defense, and they're winning at home. They're 3-1 at home, 1-2 on the road. They win their home games. That's how they get their wins. Um, other than a game against the Giants, where Dak Prescott like lit up a terrible Giants defense... <laughs> He has also looked pretty bad. Yeah. But the media loves to say Dak Doc, Doc Prescott's going to get a $40 million
0: contract. I want him to, because that would be a waste of money for the That would be house. a waste of money for, the, uh, <laughs> for the Cowboys. <laughs> Do it, Jerry. Do it. It's bad enough. It's bad enough. So, did you also hear that story? Uh, so, you know Orlando Skandrick went from playing for the the Cowboys to playing for the Eagles, mm-hmm. which is never a good move. Um and you saw what ha- you saw what happened because he he gets cut after he gets dusted by Tavon Austin. Did you see that? <laughs> like the team cut him. Or? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like like Orlando Scandrick got cut. That's funny. The man got cut like th- after last week's game, because there there was a play. It was like an end around that they did, or no, it was a um, it was a triple option and Tavon Austin just runs into the end zone. Yeah, he's lightning fast. And he just and Scandrick just got dusted and I was like, "Yeah, this is why you don't man, the pick up old Cowboys players.
1: The Cowboys will probably win the division, but not because they're great just because the rest of the division's bad." Yeah. Washington is a mess. The Giants are going to try to win, but they really shouldn't. And then the Eagles are like hurt and confused yeah so like it's really the cowboys division to lose and it's totally possible they lose three in a row and all of a sudden the eagles are in the front um and really mathemati- mathematically, it, mathematically I the giants aren't even out of it it's not i don't think it's going to happen but mathematically they're even still in it yeah um but yeah it's it's really theirs to lose just remember when so that. Bad. remember
0: when they used to be like the best conference in the league yeah not too long ago yeah.
1: like the late 2000s yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, oh, whoa! My Not the conference. Uh, best division, excuse me. Yes, yes. Um, uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. So, on to the w- surprising Indianapolis Colts. This is the Bill Belichick Part 1. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoby
1: Brissett looking pretty good. Brissett said, oh, Andrew, look, you're going to retire? All right, I'm taking this team to the playoffs. <laughs> like, what? Who watch, are you to say that? Watch,
0: as soon as they make it to the playoffs,
1: Andrew, look, like, I think I'm coming back, guys. Not only that, <laughs> but, like. The Colts were smart. Luck retired, and they immediately signed Brissett to an extension. Yeah. Because they were like, if he plays well this year, he's going to want to get paid. Well, So let's pay him now. Did you
0: also see what they also did with with Luck? They paid him the rest of the money that he's owed. Yeah,
1: so they don't even owe it for future years. Yeah. Yeah. So like... They're good now, and they're going to get even better. Yeah. And like, Smart
2: move. Smart move. Not rivals. enough people
1: talk about Marlon Mack at running back. Oh, very no. Good no back. Like, very good running back. He's a very good running back. So, like, they're going to be one of those surprise teams in the playoffs that's going to upset somebody. Yeah. And then next year, everybody's going to be saying it's the Colts' year or whatever. Um, next is the 4-2 and two Panthers. You mean which, the 4-2 and two Christian McCaffreys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, undefeated on the road, 1-2 and two at home. Um, and this actually, this I think I may have mentioned it on the show before. I may not have, um, but it's been a while. Um, but this will be my hot take. If not, um, Cam Newton is definitely going to be the backup quarterback of the Giants next year.
2: Ooh!
1: Yeah, I think it's going to happen. Because him and Gettleman are boys. Eli's probably going to retire. And they're going to need a backup in case Jones gets hurt or something. And I have a feeling it's Cam Newton Newton does
0: not look good. I have a feeling it's going to be
1: Newton. Cam Newton does Um, not look good because Newton and Jones run a very similar style as well. They're Mm -hmm. both like taller guys that can run a little and throw a deep ball. So like it's Gettleman's type of QB. So I'd be surprised if he doesn't end up as the backup in New York. Um, But yeah, McCaffrey is looking to win the MVP this season. Then he's probably going Um, to. And yeah, honestly, once Mahomes is hurt and Wilson had a bad game against Baltimore, so at this point it's McCaffrey's award to lose. Um gosh. And then it's, it's between him and Dalvin Cook for running back as well. Christian
0: McCaffrey is a beast.
1: Yeah. And then props to uh Oh man, poor kid. Uh his name slips my mind. Um, the little white boy the card uh Panthers got at QB right now. I forget his name. Oh, let me see. It slips my mind. Um Give me one second. I want to say it starts with an L, but I honestly can't remember. Um, do,
0: do, 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 do,
1: do, do. Kyle Allen. Yes. That's where the L is coming to mind because yes. of the L part. Um, he has looked not like, of course, franchise QB, but he has looked solid. Like, he's doing his job. He's yep. the backup that's there to not lose them games. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, and then their defense has been very underrated this year. Um, the next is the 5-2 and two Seattle Seahawks. They looked like Super Bowl contenders up until they ran into Baltimore. <laughs> and Baltimore kind of threw them around a little bit. Um, and Russell Wilson had his first bad game. So, um, And surprisingly, though, the Seahawks have played bad at
0: home this year. Yeah. That's kind of surprising. The uh, vaunted 12th man. Yeah, like it's um, not working anymore. They're, they're undefeated at home. I mean, they're undefeated on the road, but they've dropped two at home. Yeah, and one two. What's with all these teams? What's with all these road yeah, warrior? It's teams a lot of road warrior teams this year. People aren't
1: defending home turf except for one team that yeah. we'll mention later. <laughs> two teams that we'll mention. No, and I, I three actually. All right. Um, yeah, it's it's just really strange that like they're known for playing amazing at home, and you the opposing team can't call plays or hear each other in Seattle because it's so loud, and then no, it's not working. But they still look great, even with Baltimore roughing them up. Um, They're just in a very tough division.
0: Yeah, they are. So yeah, Uh,
1: they'll have to probably get a wild card because of a team later on.
0: Moving on. Um, Next is the Kansas City Chiefs. I need some of that barbecue. Sorry, I'm thinking about Kansas City barbecue. I haven't (laughs) eaten all day. I was like, what? I'm hungry. About. I'm hungry. Kansas Um, City
1: barbecue. The Chiefs another one of those Road Warrior teams, but they looked obviously like Super Bowl contenders all the way up till that knee got dislocated. Yep. Um now it's looking kinda iffy. Um Matt Moore is probably not gonna put up the same kind of numbers. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way. They just have to hope Schaub doesn't lose them or not Schaub, my bad. Matt Moore doesn't have Schaub. to lose I haven't thought Matt of a, Schaub. Matt Schaub in a long time.
0: Ooh, that's a deep <laughs> They
1: have been they have to hope that Matt Moore doesn't Lose them games, and that he basically has to do what Kyle Allen's doing. Don't lose them games, and keep them in it. If he can at least go five hundred until Mahomes comes back, yeah, then they should still be right there in it for like a top playoff spot. Um, next is the five and two Baltimore Ravens, a very surprising team. This My year.
0: favorite team to talk about because their their
1: defense was supposed to be terrible, and so, it's not and who would have thought lamar jackson could throw the ball
0: what i did i did <laughs> i have been You've hey, been on I will say, you've been on that
1: train like you were on the Kofi train before yes. before Kofi was cool. I, so. Yes, exactly. I've been
0: on the Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson train since his junior year at Louisville. My
1: girlfriend threw her hands up in the air when we got to the Ravens, yeah. by the way. Well, of course. She's really excited.
0: <laughs> Lamar Jackson leads a team in rushing yards and passing yards. Yeah. Which they, is amazing. I figured amazing.
1: they would be able to run the ball easily with Jackson and Ingram. Because if yeah. you do an option with them, who the heck is going to... Stop him, but Jackson came out week one, and he was just like, "Oh, y'all forgot I was a quarterback." Um, did you actually hear his quote after week one? No, when they it? were like asking him like how it felt to go out there and like play great and throw the ball so well, mm-hmm. he just goes, "Oh yeah, it's not bad for a running back."
0: Yeah, oh yeah, that's all he I said is "It's see not that. bad for a running
1: back." And, and <laughs> so he's,
0: he's got eleven touchdowns, five five picks, but most of those picks happen in one game. Yeah, and a
1: lot of them are like tipped balls and stuff. He's yeah. not throwing bad passes. It's just the case of like Mark Andrews drops the ball and then someone else catches it on the defense so like
0: And can we also mention that his his uh his receivers aren't that great? Yeah, I mean like he's he's on a, he's
1: throwing to a bunch of tight ends is what he's doing. <laughs> he's throwing to Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst like he's just throwing the tight ends, yeah. And I think uh, does they have Doyle on their team too? I think like they, they just
0: Boyle, yeah, Boyle, yeah,
1: yeah. They have a lot of tight ends, big bodies, which everybody called. This was all Harbaugh's plan because Harbaugh drafted three tight ends in the past two years. So everybody was like, "What is he doing? What team <laughs> needs three tight ends? This team needs three tight ends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just bigger targets for yeah, Lamar Jackson. It's to, just to big find. body
1: targets that run over the middle. He hits them or if like what it is is he'll do a play action if the run's not there he'll keep the ball if Marquise Hollywood Brown is open down the field he just uncorks it <laughs> if not he's got a big tight end across the middle that he just throws it to
0: and can we can we talk about can we talk about the first game of the season when Lamar Jackson like pretty much announced his presence um and to the point that they took him out
1: yeah and then <laughs> that that's when everybody was like oh he like played great and then everyone was like, Oh, it's just Miami though. And yeah. then week two did it again. Cause that, week that, three did it again. And everybody's like, Oh my god, like, he's wasn't a legit he, quarterback. It wasn't now. until he
0: had his like really bad game where he had what, like three or four picks in that one game. Um, I'm not sure. But yeah. it's it's But also Robert Griffin III nice is surprise. his backup quarterback, which I just find hilarious, who is six for six with a touchdown. And a one forty four point Ro- four passer rate. Robert Griffin III is going to win a Super Bowl before the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. It's just he's just probably not going to play. He's going to win one
1: before Andrew Luck too. Yeah, how about that? Um, he'll at least be in the position to win one. That's crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah, you turned around. You did double take. Like, yeah, that's, that's something, me. ain't it?
0: <laughs> so, um, the w- one the first team to defend home. Uh, to defend home field. It's my boy. The Minnesota Vikings. You don't remember who my boy is? You like that? Yeah, it's my boy.
1: <laughs> I'm a big Kirk Cousins you fan. You like that? Kirk Cousins. I'm a big Kirk Cousins fan. Every time people talk crap about him, he starts lighting people up. <laughs> and that's what he's done the last three weeks. Lighting people up on my fantasy team. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, everyone knew their defense was going to be top five again. And yeah. it is. And then, yeah, up until three weeks ago, Cousins was looking bad. But what I like was, like, his wide receivers called him out on it publicly. Mm-hmm. And then he went back, and he was like, all right, I got this. I got you. I'll fix this. And then and the next three it. weeks, yeah, he's fixed it. Like, and they mm-hmm. seem to all get along. Nobody wants to trade anymore. Like, they're 6-2. Like, they really should be in lead of their division. But the Packers kind of stole a win but it's <laughs> that's here or there. <laughs> and
0: also, um Davin Cook's been playing really well. Oh yeah. Really really right up well. there with McCaffrey for best running back this yeah, year. Yeah, he's got 9 9 TDs this season. Yeah. Uh 800 rushing yards. That's This
1: is the crazy. This is what the Minnesota team was supposed to look like last year when they first got Cousins.
2: Mhm.
1: Um but it just never clicked. And now it seems to have finally Come all together, and now they have a kicker this year, so they don't have to worry about any blown kicks in the postseason. And
0: also, that defense not giving up, uh, not giving up a lot of rushing touchdowns. No,
1: they're yeah, they're they're top. Their defense has been top five for like the past six years. Yeah, it's insane. They
0: just shut down the rush. Yeah, Um, and bafflingly above them in the standings. This, no one would have ever thought this, this would happen. The best team in New York
1: <laughs> is
0: the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> and it's not even close. Not they're even... five
1: and one, and they have one of the best defenses in football. They've given up ninety one <laughs> points.
0: That's the third lowest. They have they're three and zero on the road. Another road warrior team. The only loss they have is at home. This just doesn't make any sense. What's happening? Just
1: Josh Allen seems to just get this offense going and then enough to he gets the offense going enough to win the game. Oh, sorry. He gets the offense going enough to win the game and then their defense has just been absurd and their defense almost beat the Patriots. Like it's
0: and it's insane. I think just the craziest thing about it is like Josh Allen doesn't he's he's got seven touchdowns to seven picks. Yeah. He does just enough to win. He does just enough to win.
1: He's, he's to one win. of those game
0: managers that just doesn't
1: lose it for them.
0: Yeah. And and just gets so, it done. So also here's a fascinating uh, uh, tidbit about Frank Gore that I don't I don't know if too many people are aware of. But you know, he's fourth all time in rushing. Yeah. He's still playing, still producing for them. This is because they, they drafted
1: Devin Singletary. Yeah. Um, who I liked coming out of college, but he's been hurt most of the year. So it's been all gore really. It's just it's it's an amazing story to see them at five and one. Yeah. And like if you can say we're five and one and our only loss is the Patriots, that's saying something. Yeah. Like that you're doing something right.
0: Yeah, that's so, very true. Um, and then up next
1: another team that has one loss that you could say could be undefeated, yeah, is the New Orleans Saints. Their one loss came into that game where Drew Brees got hurt yeah. and Bridgewater came in against the Rams. Um,
0: That's not a good test for...
1: <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Bridgewater <laughs> went from drinking some Gatorade to, oh God, I'm playing the Rams. That just hurt Brees. Like, <laughs>
0: I'm playing the Rams defense? Yeah,
1: so that was their only loss this year. Bridgewater's looked great keeping them in it. Yeah. Um, both offense and defense has looked very balanced and good. So now it's just a matter of when Drew Breeze comes back can they stay in that rhythm and then what happens in the off season like does Brees decide to retire and bridgewater takes over or like it's going to be a very interesting end of the year for the saints cuz yeah. they're definitely looking like a playoff team and um they were my super bowl pick this year Ooh. so the fact that they're 6 and 1 even without breeze most of the time um yeah, I had them beating a team we'll talk about later in yeah. the and Super Bowl. I,
0: and I think Bridgewater so, having uh, uh, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas to throw to. Oh, that'll help any quarterback feel better, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then even Latavius Murray ran out of his mind yeah. last week when Kamara was hurt. So, yeah, they they just look all around very balanced and good. Sean Payton definitely deserves that contract extension he got. Yeah, um, Honestly, give him coach of the year. You're going to tell me, like, he loses Drew Brees early on in the season, and he's that's his only loss was the game he lost Drew Brees in? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's coach of the year material. Either that or Buffalo. Um, next up is the Green Bay Luckers. I mean, Packers. <laughs> they are lucky to be 6-1, and one, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I um, think.
1: Because their offense seems to disappear in the second half of games, except for that one game last week where Rodgers just played like a god. Um. But, yeah, their offense seems to shut off in the second half for some reason. And on Um, top of
0: that, their early schedule, they've played most of their games at home.
1: Yeah, and then one of their wins against the Lions they shouldn't have got. Everybody knows that. And it's just... They seem to be kind of lucky where they're at. And then it helps that two of their division foes, um, being the Lions and Bears, Mm -hmm. aren't that great. So, like, it's... It's really going to come down to them in Minnesota. And, like, Minnesota's going to be pissed if they're one game behind the Packers and it's because of that Lions game. Like, yeah.
0: so. And we're up to the top two teams. It's, it's been big a long, boys. it's been a long, it's been a long Where do Big Boys journey. play? Belichick part two and Belichick part
1: three? <laughs> uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 6 0, 49ers. And why not? The 7 and 0, Tom Brady, not even Tom Brady led. Defense-led <laughs> New England Patriots. <laughs> My word. I don't know what's happening anymore. So, first we'll do the 49ers. Their defense looks great. Probably a 4.9 out of 5 defense. <laughs> Their offense is looking awful. <laughs> they couldn't even score against Washington. So, Which should um, tell you something. Trading for Emmanuel Sanders will definitely help that.
0: Yeah. Definitely yeah, going sure.
1: into the draft, that first-round pick better be the best available wide receiver um and then just keep building on from that um but here power to them they got a tough division and Garoppolo coming off of an injury and you're 6 and 0 oh, yeah, like but you also got you also impressive. got
0: Matt Breda getting 5.6 yards of carry yeah they
1: got like three different running backs all playing well yeah. it's like Breda Coleman and i forget the last guy's name but he had a great game like 2 weeks ago Master. yeah 5.5 so,
0: 5 yards of carry
1: yeah like they can run the ball very well yeah, which leads to a lot of shorter, lower-scoring games that defenses can win you. Yeah. It's very old-school. they kind of like old-school Bears, kind of.
0: Yeah, and on top of that, Garoppolo uh, has thrown a touchdown to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different people. Yeah, because they just put a different carousel out there. Every yeah. Day. It's
1: weird. Uh, and then, lastly, like I said, those Patriots. um, <sighs> Just, just it's the New England defense, it's, basically.
0: It's,
1: <laughs> Granted, like okay, they have 223 points this year, which I believe. Let me double check.
0: They they're leading. That is in the most. yes. 31.9 points per game. Yeah, and it's they have they I have believe.
1: 223 total, which is just above the Ravens for the most. Good lord, who would have thought I would say that sentence? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're so. Yes, they have a lot of points, but a lot of that is Sony Michelle yeah. running the ball well. And a lot of that is their defense getting pick six and block <laughs> punts and fumble recoveries and stuff. Um, because their points allowed is 48. The next closest, that 49ers defense that I just said was been 4.9 out of five, mm-hmm. they have 64. So, like, Patriots are 5.1 out of 5 right now. They're <laughs> ridiculous. 5.1 out of they're
0: 5. They're
1: ridiculous right now, that defense. Like, no one is scoring on them. And I don't care. A lot of people say, like, oh, they haven't played anybody good. Like, that's not their fault. They play the teams in front of them. Yeah. It's not the Patriots' fault that the rest of their division all these years has been terrible. <laughs> like, that's that they just play the schedule they're given. Yep. And this year, you can't say the Bills are terrible. They're 5-1. and one. They barely beat the Bills because of that defense. Brady looked awful in that game through three or four picks. Yeah. So Brady definitely looks done. Like, I think this is it for him. He wants to say he was going to play till 45 or something like that, which would have been two more years. But I think this is it for him.
0: You think this is last season? Yeah,
1: because he just doesn't even look. He looks like last season Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. where he's just there doing enough to keep them in the game and then the defense is bailing him out. Yeah, It's like a repeat of that. Um well, yeah, which they were my other team I mentioned earlier. I had the Saints going to the Super Bowl. I had them beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um so we'll see if that happens. So bam, early season Super Bowl predictions. What about it? Who wins? That, that's what I was saying. That's what it was. It was the Saints beating the Patriots. You think it's the Saints. I had that in the beginning of the year, yeah. Okay. I posted it on Instagram and Twitter at the beginning you, of the year. So you're still you still got you still got that? Yeah. Oh no! I never change it. I could care less. Like one <laughs> year, I had the Raiders going to the Super Bowl, and they ended up with like two wins or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the year like Carr got hurt or something. But I was like, no, nah, it's still going to happen. <laughs> All right. I have this thing where every year I always get one team right. Like I, I'll pick my two Super Bowl well, teams, and I always say the get
0: Patriots. You've got a no, no. 97% I don't pick the Patriots chance. every
1: time though. Like when Denver was in it, I had picked them, and I think one of the years Seattle was in it, they were my pick. Like mm. it's it. It changes. It's just... I figured the Patriots would get there just because their schedule was so easy. They would get that one seed and use that into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, their defense is kind of reaffirming that. And then the Saints just... I figured Drew Brees... my, My reasoning for picking the Saints, and I had Drew Brees winning the MVP, was that he would be pissed off that two years in a row... He lost in the playoffs and it wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't even give anybody else the chance to take it away from him. He would just put up monster numbers and finally win that MVP and go on to the Super Bowl and all that.
0: Well don't we say Eagles. N- no. I, my, <laughs> no. As much as as much as I want <laughs> it to be. Um I say say my early Super Bowl winner I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Baltimore Ravens that's 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 what I think the Saints Patriots was my pick of what I
1: think will happen what I want to happen is Saints Ravens yeah I would prefer that that way either way I'm happy because either Drew Brees wins a title and I love Drew Brees or the
0: Ravens win and my girlfriend's happy. So, like, either way, I win. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, we've been talking for about an hour. Uh, when we come back, we will be discussing some of the old the old round ball. The round ball. The round ball. you can't call it a pigskin because it's not a pigskin. Because it's not a pigskin. It's, it's just it's the, a it's rubber round ball. skin. It's the round ball. <laughs> We're going to talk basketball and the beginning of the NBA season right when we get back. are back with another, well, the second half of Random Acts of Awesomeness Sports Talk. I'm Cole, this is BAM. Extended edition. Extended edition. We're trying to make up for the, like, 87 episodes that we missed while we were going. <laughs> 87. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and we're talking about the NBA, because it just started, and it's my favorite sport. So, I'm a little biased, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so there's that. I mean, yeah, baseball's mine. It's just, there's not a lot to talk about for yeah. it right now. Yeah, but there's a lot to talk about in basketball. And, uh, bam. So, first order of business. Uh, more bad luck for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. they <laughs> definitely the top story of the day. Yep. Uh, DeAndre Ayton has failed a drug test and will be suspended for 25 games, that's almost, like, a third of the season. Yeah, that's a long time. It's, it's I think, the
1: seventh largest suspension in NBA history, something like that. Well. Um, yeah, he got it because in his system, apparently, was um, a substance from a pill. It's some kind of water pill mm-hmm. that's supposed to help with dieting um, and, like, People quote, and quote ath- yeah, dieting. Like people and use people and athletes use it for proper dieting and stuff. But apparently, the reason why that specific one is banned was because it tends to wash out any evidence that you may have been taking um, a form of steroid. <gasps> so, a gasp. yeah. So NBA bans it just on the assumption that you're taking it because of roids. Um, he claims to not have known. I forget if he said that if it, it was not known that. He didn't know it was banned or didn't know he was taking a banned one. Um, but either way, he claims, like, ignorance on it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the Suns were pissed. <laughs> and, like, they seem to agree with the NBA about suspending him and saying, like, that they don't play that nonsense. And their GM, James Jones, the legend that won, what, five rings or something like that. Um, <laughs> it was all with LeBron, remember? Yeah, he got like all his finals in a row. Um, James Jones is the GM yeah, of the Suns. Yeah, wait,
0: <laughs> where was I?
1: You didn't know that?
0: <laughs> that man looks like a goblin, and he is the face of your franchise. Of the Suns. Yeah, a multi-time champ man. This is this you made is, it to the finals like six straight times. This is why Cole. the Sun. This is why the okay. Suns are destined for failure. It's a finals legend. Destined. Okay? For for failure. They just hired him, though. But,
1: um, Looks I think like they hired him. I think they hired him last year. Uh, but, yeah, he was basically saying that the Suns don't play any of that nonsense and that Aiton is in, like, big trouble and this and that. Like, um, so who knows? Maybe they just are pissed and they end up trading him. But, like, yeah, they all I know is Devin Booker's probably like, God damn, why'd I sign that contract? <laughs> like, poor kid can't catch a break. He cannot catch a break. Like, first he wanted to be drafted by the Magic, but instead they went with Mario Hejonia, Which and is then, now looking yeah, real dumb. And then he ends up on the Suns, puts up, like, historic numbers, has a 50-point game. A and 70-point game. But Yeah, and then just wins 20 games a season.
0: Like, every year.
1: <laughs> and then he re-signs that contract, because they're like, okay, they drafted Aiton. They got me Rubio now. Kelly Oubre, we're looking good. What do you mean Aiton took Royds? Like, <laughs> a poor guy. Like, can't catch a break. <laughs> what do you mean Aiton took roids? <laughs> what? That being said, um, of course, this was before the suspension. They looked great against the Kings, who, to some people, are a playoff team this year. So, um, that was very... Good and they were like down early or something
0: like that. Yeah. So, um, Carl Anthony Towns also, uh, 73 points and 29 rebounds through his first two games in uh, this season. Uh, he looks like a man on a mission. Yeah, I think he finally understood what Jimmy Butler was
1: talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious, like, I know you are. He looked like I agreed with Jimmy Butler. He him and Wiggins and them, like they all looked like they were just being lazy and there for a paycheck. But it seems like now he's finally like, you know what? I'm tired of losing. Yeah. This is my breakout year. I'm going for the MVP. I'm
0: going for the playoffs. Like, we'll see if it holds. And Kawhi Leonard is called the terminator for a reason. What does he do? He terminates everyone else's championships hopes. Championship hopes. That's what he does. That's 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 exactly what he does. You saw what he did. First game of the season... Well, second game, officially, of the season. What do you do? He beats the Lakers. He beats LeBron James. And sits him right back down and says, Mm -hmm. LA is mine. And that was all without Paul George, on top of that. Yeah, that was my
1: favorite thing coming out of that. All I saw, like, ESPN and the media talking about was like, Oh, the Lakers really need Kyle Kuzma, and they would have won that game. And I'm like... Why is that what we're talking about? We're not going to talk about the fact that the Clippers just won without Paul George? Without Paul George?
0: That's like, the bigger
1: deal. Like, okay, yeah, give the Lakers Kuzma. Give the Clippers Paul George. <laughs> they still win that game. They still like, win that <laughs>
0: game. Um, and oh, and
1: I, then Kawhi decided, like, you know what? I've had a fun week.
0: I'm going to go mess up the Warriors. <laughs> Man, like, I'm going to go mess up the Warriors in their brand new, yeah. like, the brand new building. Kawhi Leonard now
1: has the last victory and first victory in Oracle oh, and, and yeah, Chase Center. Yeah, it's that's so, hilarious. It's, <laughs> it's so it's so rude. It's so he's rude. done it with two different teams, and none of those teams are the Warriors. <laughs> none of those teams are the Warriors.
0: Like, that's an extra thing. I, I was talking to somebody about Kawhi Leonard, and I was like, I was like, he is the uh, like the Warriors whisper. Like like when everyone else was, was was trying to figure out the warriors, Kawhi Leonard knew how to figure out the Warriors. Yeah, he just had to get there against them. Yeah. And uh and he did and won a championship. And now uh he's on a roll in LA trying to say that this is Clippertown now. Proving furthermore why they were my pick to win it all this year. Didn't you also say that didn't you also say that we we did we did the whole like where we think everyone's gonna end up, mm-hmm. and didn't we think that Kawhi was going to the Clippers, not mm-hmm. the Lakers? Yeah. yeah,
1: I said it was either I said it was Clippers or Raptors, depending on if the Raptors win or not.
0: Yeah, and even when they won, he yeah. was like, "Nah, I'm good." Um, and uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, big story, dropped fifty points his first game of the season, um, but. Still lost, surprise, looking, surprise. looking like fellow New York legend, legend Mello,
2: <laughs> but
1: with more assists. Though. But with more with assists, more assists maybe maybe a, more. And stuff. Yeah. maybe a couple more. Maybe a couple more. Yeah, that's that's just New York basketball for you. <laughs> I love that. That's all anybody's talking about, though. Like what? homeboy drops fifty, but it's like we're not gonna talk about the team that won. Like <laughs> no, no one wants to talk about the team that won.
0: Uh, they did beat. They did beat the Knicks. Oh, okay. Congratulations! Everyone beats the Knicks. Yeah, everybody should beat the <laughs> Knicks. Um, their best player is Kevin Knox. No, I would, I would say their best player is Julius Randle. that's ah, true. That's yeah. true. You are correct, sir. Um, and uh, Dallas is looking mighty scary to start off. That Euro trip is looking nasty. That Euro <laughs> trip. Uh, let's see, great game from, uh, Luka Doncic, a triple-double, 25 points, 10 boards, 10 assists, uh, a couple steals, and, uh, his new best friend, Kristaps Porzingis, 24 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, and 5 blocks, 3 for 5 from deep, big baller. Um, I like the way Dallas looks. If they can get good production from their bench, they'll be a serious problem for the rest of the season. And I think they're trying to swing for some th- for someone before the trade deadline, too.
1: Yeah, see, it's a, it's a rare case where the trade they made with the Hawks to get Luka... And then give them Trey Young and a couple of draft picks. It's a rare case where it worked out for both sides. Yeah.
0: Because both teams are looking good for the future right now. Yeah. And I think I think Trey Young is a better fit in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta and system, I think yeah. Luke is a better fit in, in Dallas. So yeah. um, I thought it was he a good move. It worked out for everybody. Yeah, it's a good move. And there was no, I don't think there was a, I think both teams won in this yeah. case. It both wasn't...
1: teams got what they wanted and yeah. were okay with what they gave up. And both players are happy
0: and playing well. So yeah. Oh, and the Lakers beat the Jazz. Whatever. Anyway. um, (laughs) Congratulations. They they beat the Jazz, but
1: the Jazz are showing that they need to work on the chemistry a little bit. Mike Conley had a pretty rough first night. Um but once he's able to figure it out, the Jazz will be okay.
0: Yeah, and Sacramento's down 0-2 already, looking like the old Sacramento. And they lost Marvin Bagley due to injury. Yeah,
1: so which is a big deal. Those few people that said, oh, Kings might take the 7th or 8th
0: seed, not looking so likely right now. <laughs> nope. Um, and actually, despite the fact that they're 0-2, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans have been uh, looking pretty good, They've been actually. fun to watch. They've been fun to watch. They don't lose by a lot. They still lose, but they don't lose by a lot. They mm. took the Raptors to um, overtime. Um, so I think the uh, it's unfortunate that there's no Zion. Of course, yeah, yeah. They're on all these prime time television games because he was supposed to be playing and he's hurt. Um, but I say I say if you're if you're the Pelicans, you give that kid as much time as he needs to. Feel bad. Oh yeah, no need to come back, and it's even like
1: I I can see they're trying to win this year, but like even if you make the playoffs, you're not winning the title this year with that roster. Yeah. So like, there's no there's no need to rush him back because then you'll just have another like Greg odin situation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where you keep
1: rushing him back and he keeps getting hurt. So, um kind of disappointed in Lonzo Ball though. A lot of people were like, "Oh, this is his year. He's out of L.A. He can run the fast offense and." Hasn't really shown much yet. Well,
0: he in terms of numbers, no. Um, I was watching. I was I was watching the game though, that they had against Toronto, and he he was getting a lot of like hockey assists. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just making just smart, just smart passes and smart decisions. Yeah, he's always football. been a great passer. It's just yeah, in it's in hard terms to of, run the offense when LeBron's
1: on the team. It's a, yeah, the you're never gonna run the <laughs>
0: offense uh over lebron james if if that's if given the choice um and um the denver nuggets who have Tracy McGrady's uh pick for mvp this year in uh nikola jokic which i i actually like cuz the man had a triple double last night i mm, mean yeah um You'll be surprised with my pick if you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Uh, but we'll get to it later. Yeah, we talked. We I saw it, but I didn't. Um, I did not see exactly who it was. But Jokic had twenty three points, fourteen boards, and twelve assists. Uh, but they're just they just beat out the Suns in overtime by one. Are you concerned if you're, um, if you're the Nuggets? I'm not concerned as far as, like, you're going to make the playoffs.
1: That's no problem. I would be a little concerned in that, like, that's one of those games you're supposed to win by 20. Yeah. Like, I know the Suns got better, but they needed to all work on their chemistry. You guys kept the same exact team from last year. Your chemistry should already be at 100%. So, like, they definitely should have won that game by 20. Yeah. It's I would have really been alarmed if they lost. Then I would have definitely been like, whoa, something's wrong.
0: Um Speaking but of losing.
1: Right. Oh, goodness.
0: Speaking of losing. Take that
1: smile off your
0: face. Be nice. <laughs> what? what? Be nice. What are you talking about? I'm not smiling at all. You can't hear it in my voice. <laughs> but the Houston Rockets lose their opener. Uh, James Harden had a horrendous, horrendous game. And bam, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Be nice I Oh Uh James Harden went Two for What was it Two for Thirteen From the field Uh Yeah James Harden went Two for thirteen From the field Uh One for eight From deep Seven turnovers Uh But he did get Fourteen assists Uh Russell Westbrook Uh Seven for seventeen Uh Sixteen boards Seven assists Um Does the James Harden-Russell Westbrook uh, experiment, does it work in the long run? Bam. Yes. You think it does? And I
1: know a lot of people, well, work as in, like, get to the playoffs and, like, have a top four seed, probably. Um, Win a championship, I don't think so. But um, just mostly because you need, like, I I keep saying this about James Harden, but, like, defense wins championships. And the Rockets never play defense. That's true. like, it's just how it is. Like, yeah. other other than Clint Capella, nobody goes for defense on that team. Um, well, P.J. Tucker. Yeah, yeah, but you're not, like, you never see reports like, oh, P.J. Tucker clamping up on somebody. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like, is he going to clamp up Kawhi? Like, that's not going to happen. But, um, but, yeah, like, a lot of people made a big story of them, like, uh, arguing with each other um, during the game. Like, Westbrook and Harden were kind of,
0: Kind of like aggressively
1: talking to each other, yeah. um, and a lot of people are like, "Uh oh, trouble in paradise already." Uh, that's just them like. You, people got to remember these two have known each other since they were like fifteen, sixteen, playing on these youth teams. Yeah, like, that's
0: just that's, that's just
1: brothers yeah. having a conversation. Really, like, that's just known them trying to be forever. real with each other. Yeah, and um, that's and after that issue where they were yelling at each other, they both started to play better. Yeah. It's just. Harden still had a rough night, and then they ended up losing in the end because um, Giannis just <laughs> drops a
0: triple double and Cause all Because Giannis is a problem. Giannis trying to win back to back MVPs. Look, and here's the other thing about here's the other thing here's the other thing about Giannis Um If he develops a three point shot, which he went two for five last night, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. Um, if he develops like a consistent three point shot, well, I'll, I'll take two for five every night. I'll take two for five. If my big man hits two for five from three every night, I'll take it. I'll take Giannis getting a solid mid-range jump shot because the mid-range jump shot is not dead. Bam. It's not dead. No, it's not. We use it in Orlando. Yes. It's a wonderful shot that needs respect and appreciation because there are so many people that you will see who will pass up a wide-open mid-range jump shot for a contested layup or a contested three-pointer. I don't, I don't know, yeah. A
1: lot of people forget, like, Michael Jordan was a god-awful three-point shooter. <laughs> exactly. Hit. His bread and butter was to go to the elbow and go into mid-range. Paul Pierce. pull up. Yeah. Deadly
0: mid-range, that was their thing, mid-range so. shooter. Mid-range uh, shooter. So, also, what was one of the biggest stories to come out of Philadelphia in the preseason? The sharp shooter. The sharp shooter. <laughs> The next Ray Allen. (laughs) The next Ray Allen. Ben Simmons. No, no, no. He still can't shoot. Let's not get one. He made one three-pointer in the preseason. And Sixers fans are acting like they just won the championship. What's funny is, like,
1: Sixers fans in the media are like, oh, Ben Simmons is a shooter now. He's a sharpshooter. If you interview Ben Simmons, he even says, he's like... I know my shot sucks. I'm just willing to take it now. Like, he admits that. And honestly, that's all I wanted him to do. (laughs) In that playoff series against Toronto, if he would have at least took a couple of those shots and made them have to guard him at the perimeter, then that would have opened up so much more for their offense. Yeah. Like, that's all I want him to do. I don't care if it goes in or not. But when they leave you that open, you need to at least take the shot. Because then when you finally make one, like the preseason one, then they're going to be like, okay, he can make it. We need to guard him up there. And exactly. then all of a sudden you got lanes for layups and other people open. So Those layups
0: you love so much. <laughs> um I told you to be nice. What, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I used to be a nice person. I really <laughs> did. Um, and one of the, uh, and you know I got to talk about them. Uh The Boston Celtics. Uh, lost their opener um, in Philadelphia. And if you watch that game, it was rough. It was hard to watch. It was really sloppy basketball. Yeah,
1: I didn't have a chance to watch it, but I heard that a lot from people. Really that like sloppy. It was a lot of turnovers
0: and penalties and just ugly basketball. Ugly basketball on both sides. Quoting the president on both sides. Which <laughs> Philly
1: is... Built more for winning ugly games, if that makes any
0: sense. Yeah. Because, like, they got Embiid and Horford. They're built more for those physical ugly games. Yeah. And uh, the Celtics did um, get their first victory over the Raptors um, in Boston. Uh, Kemba finally had a, a decent game, but he didn't shoot all that well. Uh,. Neither did Jason Tatum, actually. They both shot under 40% from the field. Uh, but they did end up with uh, 22, uh, 25 and 22 points, Tatum and uh, Kemba Walker, respectively. But if you're Boston, what do you need to figure everything out? What do you mean? Like, if you're if you're Boston... You got all these, you got these highly touted players in your system, right? hmm So, what is it that's still not working? Like, what's not clicking? Yeah. Uh, the fact that you don't have a big man anymore. I mean... As Horford's gone? You don't, you don't, have, an, you don't have a defensive big man. I mean... You have Enos Kanter, who can score on the block like nobody's business. But his 2K rating of an 80 is far too high. <laughs> um, I don't know how he got to an 80, but, you know, there's that. Um, but, yeah, I think you need... That's what I think, your, Robert... Your season, I've, the Boston season, I feel
1: like, depends a lot on uh, Gordon Hayward.
0: Because yeah.
1: it's been over a year now since the injury and... Um, over like two years now actually like it's been a full season yeah. since the injury and he seemed in that first game to be like all right second game was a little more shaky um well he's so making the three ball though well like he's making that like catch and shoot three well so, like, he
0: had 15 points and eight boards last game uh three for four from deep yeah um so i think that's a good sign uh, but you have Walker, Tatum, and Brown all taking over twenty shots um, in the game, and I don't know if that's—I don't know if—I don't know if, if Jalen Brown is someone you want taking twenty shots in a game.
1: <laughs> well, you
0: paid them, so yeah, no, that's true. They, that's they that's another
1: him. thing for Boston too. They've basically already paid everybody. That's true. They've so, paid like, everyone. This is the team. This
0: is the team for the next couple yeah. of years.
1: Because they're going to pay Tatum when it comes up. Oh, yeah. So, like, this is your team for the future right here. Yeah. So this will be the season where it shows, like, okay, do we need to move a guy? Do we need to jumble some stuff around? Um, I do feel like the bench needs some help, though. Because, mm-hmm. like, other than Mark is smart, there's nobody coming off that bench that I'm, like,
0: can change the momentum of a game kind of. It could be Carson Edwards. Yeah, he did have a great preseason. He had a great yeah. preseason. Did you see that? But game? then that's just like another guard. It is another guard. So they 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 You're, don't do yeah. well
1: with the forwards yeah. around here. That's why it was kind of big
0: that Horford left
1: because now there's like a big hole there. Yeah. Um, Which I would love for that to be Taco.
0: Look but until homeboy, homeboy got a concussion Taco walking Fall into a door. Got a concussion <laughs> walking into a door. The man is so tall. He, a low ceiling took him out. A low ceiling put him on the shelf, and he had to enter a concussion protocol. Like, it's terrible, but I love it all at the same time. Um, and, uh, oh, keep an eye out for Rui Hachimura. He looked nice. Uh, he had 19 yeah. points, first game of the season. Uh, did shoot only eight for 20. So we'll see how that, and 0 for 4 from deep. So uh, it's a little concerning. But overall, I'm excited for this NBA season.
1: Wow, so you just, you're just not going to mention it? What? He's not going to mention huh? it. You're huh? just, just going to skip over them? Like what? That. You're just going to skip over them? I don't know what you're talking about. You're gonna, you get to talk about Boston, but you're just going to skip <laughs> over it. Like.
0: Of course, we cannot have an episode uh, where we discuss basketball. Right, about that. Where uh, we don't talk about Bam's Orlando Magic. Um, speaking of Magic, there are Magic tones coming from Sorry, that's video. my laptop dying. <laughs> um, so Bam,
1: tell us about your Orlando Magic. Yeah, they look like that defense from the second half of last season was not a fluke. Um, it's still hanging in there with a lot of blocks, because about the whole damn team is seven foot, basically. Mm. Um which is, yeah, it's good defense, leads to easy offense. Markel Fultz played and got easily the lattice salvation of the night with that dunk. Um, I would have liked to seen him take some more jump shots. Because he took a couple of mid-range ones. Um, but he missed the, I think, three threes that he tried to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was, like, way off. Like, I think it was airballed. So, Ooh. yeah, so it's like, eh, that kind of concerns me a little. The shot may um, not
0: be 100% Yeah, back. yeah.
1: So, but it's definitely a work in progress. He's getting there. Um, they gave him a lot of minutes early on. Like, Augustine played maybe the first five minutes, and then he played just about the rest of the first half. And then right before halftime, Margot Carter-Williams got a couple of minutes. Yeah. So Clifford, Coach Clifford, definitely seems to be in on, like, We need to see if this kid is good and can play and giving him the minutes to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, everything else just seemed to to click well with the team. It was like, like everybody knows, of course, it was just the Cavs. They're supposed to win that game. But to me, the big difference is they had a big lead on the Cavs throughout the game. Mm -hmm. Because in the past, they would always still barely win against the bad teams, even though they were a playoff team. Like last year against the Cavs, we would have won that game by two (laughs) instead of like the 20 that we're supposed to win by. So, yeah. Um, which I know we didn't win by 20, but it's still some breathing room. Like you can get it done. And then kind of speaking of the Cavs, they paid Seti I a pretty good deal. Why? Which, cause he looked nice. He looked nice in that game. Yeah. And it's a very cheap contract. He's making like eight mil for the next like three years or something like that, or four years. So that's a good deal for, for both sides there. Um, but yeah, I had to get some magic talk in there. Yeah. Be nice to my magic. <laughs> Only thing that kind of worried me was Terrence Ross's shot looked ice Bad. cold.
0: Ice so cold. Yeah, he needs to heat up. So In the words of Andre 2000. <laughs> well, I think that just about wraps it up. Uh, but before we go, bam, you're, uh, you're, you've already made s- your preseason uh, award. Um, predictions.
1: Yes. I posted it on social media, so. Some people may have seen it, um, but as I mentioned earlier, my 2020 NBA champions were the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. Yep. Uh, Oh, and these predictions were made before the season started. Yeah. So, I'm not making this because of what Kawhi did and all that, like. Which, you know. Yeah, these were made and posted a couple hours before the first game. Um my mvp pick i'll save for last cuz i think that one will surprise you a little bit um i put a bams uh, player to watch uh-huh. award um that one i gave to pascal siakam
0: cuz you sh- just love spicy peas
1: i do and this should be like he's showing it this year he dude's averaging 30 so far yeah like it's only two we're only two games in though cuz i know but it's this is his team now yeah um and there was like a thing that came out that even uh the coach nick nurse once Kawhi and Danny Green told him, like, hey, we're leaving, like, thank you for the opportunity and championship and all that, he immediately called Fred Van Vliet and Siakam and, like, called him into his office, and he was like, all right, guys, Danny Green is gone, Kawhi Leonard's gone, you're both taking 20 more shots a game. So I hope you're ready to do this. Yeah. And they both showed it, those first two games. So Van Vliet. Yeah. Um, My executive of the year is David Griffin, the Pelicans executive. Because you know, um, he might have got the steal of the century. Yeah. All those future picks and the pick that was Zion, all those Laker young pieces. Brandon Ingram's looking nice that he's not playing behind LeBron. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> poor guy. Um, so, yeah, that's looking good for him. Um. My coach of the year pick is already kind of looking kind of shaky. Um, it was Quinn Snyder from the Jazz. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So after that first start of the season, that's looking kind of shaky. But Because um, I had them potentially getting like a one, like a like a top three seed. Because mm-hmm. they're, like the Nuggets, they're a team that's kept the same core and added more pieces to it. So I figured they would improve upon that. Um, My comeback player of the year is Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. That one's kind of an easy one. That's an
0: easy one. Um,
1: It really comes down to him or Markel Fultz, but Porzingis is going to play a lot more minutes. Yeah. So he's going to end up with that award. Um, My most improved player I gave to Jonathan Isaac of the Magic. He needs to take more shots in order to do it, though. (laughs) Because he only shot the ball three times last game. But his defense keeps getting even better and better. So, like... He's clamping people up, but they just seem to not use him in the offense Mm -hmm. Um, for whatever reason. I don't know. I just feel like if they gave him more shots, he could easily win that award. Uh, My sixth man of the year award is Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. Because I figure, like, Kyrie's got to rest every once in a while. (laughs) Like, you can't put up 50 points every night, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I definitely felt like it was his time, and then I don't think... Uh, Lou Will or Pat Bev or Harold will get it for the Clippers just because they're all taking a lot less shots now with Kawhi there and George coming in. Um, so I feel like it's kind of Dinwiddie's to lose, um, especially now that uh, Sabonis is starting for the Pacers, too. Mm. Um, my rookie of the year is actually R.J. Barrett. Really? Yes, and that was before this Zion injury stuff. Um, I figured he would win it, because he's immediately starting, he's yeah, he's, he's immediately starting, and he's, he's playing full minutes. The, <laughs> he's in the big New York market, and he's gonna be allowed to take whatever shots he wants. So,
0: so RJ Barrett is either is either going to, he's either gonna blow up or fall apart. Yeah. in the Knicks market. Yeah, is is I'm betting on the 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 blow up part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my defensive play of the year. It's a pretty easy one. Rudy Gobert on the Jazz. Yeah. I just can't see anybody else taking it. Maybe Honest, maybe Embiid, but now with Horford there, Embiid's not going to get as many blocks. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just, yeah. feel like it's still Gobert's to lose. Like Unless he gets hurt, it's his award. Yeah. Uh, my MVP. My surprise MVP pick. You're going <laughs> to be like, whoa, after last episode, how are you picking him to win MVP? It's Steph Curry. What? Yeah, see? I told you would be surprised. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: After my whole last episode of calling him overrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we had a
0: whole thing where Bam just referred to Steph Curry as overrated and not a top five player in the NBA.
1: I feel like he's going to get the MVP award um, because he's going to average like 30 this year easily. Yeah. Um, He'll average 30. Russell will average 20 and then Draymond Green will get like 10 or 15 and that's their offense pretty much mm-hmm. and then the bench kind of has to trickle it in a little bit in order for them to win games their defense needs to kind of step up but yeah. um yeah i think he's just going to he's going to go back to like the the 73 win curry where like he was the star and just took the shots and he wanted to put and, up and they numbers. were just yeah they were just falling in like that's the kind of curry we're going to get this year and that's the kind of curry they need
0: if the Warriors want to try to win, yeah, that's true. Um, interesting, interesting. I'll have to consider Those things or my awards. Well, I'll have to consider my awards. I uh, I have not put enough thought and effort. And into I have them yet. the um, I have the Clippers beating the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I do think Doc Rivers is going to win uh, Coach of the Year. I
1: thought of picking him, but then I was like, "Nah." They usually tend not to give it to the obvious choice, <laughs> like for well, whatever reason. Well,
0: remember when Brad Stevens got passed over that's for like three saying.
1: years in a row? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They tend to not give it to the obvious one because they want to be cool. So I was like, "Ah, oh, they'll give it to the jazz coach because he'll have a great record." Because my initial pick was the Denver one because I figured oh, um, I figured he would Michael win. Owen? I figured he would win the one seed again or whatever. Yeah, but. uh... Yeah, who who knows? That award's so weird. It's the weirdest and I feel thing. like coaches don't even care about it. <laughs> like, it means nothing. It doesn't. Dwayne yeah. Casey won it and got fired. <laughs> like, that award means
0: nothing. <laughs> uh, well, that will do it for us here at Random Acts of Awesomeness sports episode. Uh, this has been a kind of a, a double episode, an hour and like 45 minutes long, good grief trying to make up and we're trying to be a lot more consistent going forward bam where can the good people find you at i have a laptop now so that (laughs) might help with us getting stuff
1: out more um uh but yes at bam 914 underscore on twitter or bam 914 underscore ig on instagram
0: that's awesome i am at uh gaius octavian 13 on twitter and I am at uh, King with a Y because I'm gangster. I'm shaking he, he's my... shaking his head now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, King Cole thirteen uh, on Instagram. So, uh, if you like us, talk about us. Talk to us. Tell your friends. Tell your mothers and fathers, your aunts, uncles. You know, significant others. What's that like? I got one. Uh oh. We're going into a dark rabbit hole. <laughs> I think I need to get out. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in and listening uh to Random X Bosses. I've been Cole Johnson for BAM. It was great to see you again and we will see you soon. Peace. Garrett Cold the Yankees. <laughs>